Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Has VGK leveled off? And if so, when did that happen? Is perhaps there a turning point in this season? What is VGK's biggest need right now? And who is the next William Carrier going to be over the next 20 games? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And you can listen to us at Lockdown VGK on Twitter. Make sure that you check it out there at uh, Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And of course, our YouTube channel, subscribe. At Lockdown Golden Knights, this funky voice, don't know what to do with it, Chris. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it. So so, so Chris and I believe that VGK perhaps has leveled off after that blazing start. And uh, Chris also warned us about perhaps, you know, some difficult times ahead in the month Troubled of December. Waters. Yeah, right. So if, if this uh, proves to be a turning point in the season, um, let's try to point out to when this could have happened. Um, so, so for me... I have to go back to that St. Louis game uh, where VGK rolls into town. They come in off of the nine-game winning streak. And uh, since the point of the nine-game win streak and 5-0 and on the road, uh, they're 4-5. and five. They are 4-5. and five. They've leveled off. There's no doubt at this point. And, and at that time, Chris, uh, for me, I felt that uh, Bruce Cassidy could see something with the team, said, you know, they're lacking a spark, a sense of urgency, all of those things. And – to me, I think that that kind of signaled that he was concerned, you know, a little bit about this team. Uh, they gave up those two goals in the St. Louis game in 40 seconds. Again, the second period woes. Uh, when we continue to talk about this team and perhaps some issues they have, to me, that is one of the biggest signals that I see where they're having some issues, uh, where maybe they come out, again, firing in that uh, good push in that first period. Second period, they take like the round off and then they come back for uh, the third period. But I would have to perhaps point to, to that game to start. No doubt. Um, no doubt. I'm going to go two games after that. It was when I was up in the press box, actually, for the Coyotes game. So they had just lost to the Blues, as you mentioned. They had lost to the Sharks after that, as you know, we haven't talked about yet. And you knew when the Coyotes came to town on that Thursday – that was the get right game. That was the, okay, let's start a new streak game. Let's erase these last couple of games and watching the first period. And you're just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. And the first tweet I put out the first, not necessarily game update, but just more of a perspective tweet was, is VGK playing down to Arizona's level right now? Is Arizona playing up to VGK's level right now? And it was kind of hard to tell at that point. Just, it was a nothing game, right? It was just a, it was a big giant nothing burger, I guess. And a few minutes later, my next tweet was, okay, something's not working right now. This is, Arizona's good on the special team side, but not five on five at all. And my next tweet was, troubled waters are ahead. Something isn't working right now. They're beating up on these lower level teams. 10 seconds. <laughs> For sure. They're beating up on these lower level teams right now. And four, four they can't get past Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're both fighting this folks we're gonna get through it we're gonna get through it i promise so that game right there that moment just felt like some was not working and i was nervous at that point point. and 
when Tony says level off, he's not saying VGK is bad. He's not saying VGK is not going to make the playoffs. He's not saying we're most likely not going to win the Pacific now. That's where the bar is. But leveled off is a perfect observation for the last eight games right now. Nine games after there four or five. Yeah, and, and uh, to me, one of the uh, areas of concern for me, uh, I know the third line, we can talk about that, but Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill has lost his edge if he's giving up more than three goals a game, 0-3 through his last three games, and this really did begin with that St. Louis Blues game. It really did. And 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 to me, uh, will he be number two in a month from now? Uh, that's going to be my biggest question mark moving forward. Or, again, are they just, you know, just biding some time? And I think at some point within the next month, I don't know if you agree or not, in the month of December, I think we're going to see Laurent Brossois. Broke. Yeah, no, no doubt. And Brossois, he's he's having up and down games right now. I don't know his specific AHL stats at the moment, but you know, it's not it's not completely about the stats in the AHL right now, especially with what's happening with the Silver Knights. So we'll see what happens there. Aiden Hill is of tremendous importance to this team because we don't need we don't want uh, LT going for sixty five games right now. That is not that doesn't change. That does not change right now. LT going for 60, 65 games would just be, pardon me, I'm in the same boat right now. We're scratchy this morning. We're scratchy, Tony. We're scratchy. Um, <coughs> okay. We'll make okay. it. We'll make it. We'll make it. I got we'll the bros. I got the bros. Yeah. I got the go bros. Uh, his, okay, here we go. His record, one in five, one in five, uh, 3.74 goals against, and a .871 save. Save percentage with Henderson. Jeez Louise. Not good. That's, that's, it, I mean. They could have some issues at number two. Listen, HSK is not playing well right now. That doesn't, we know that. But those stats are alarming. Those are alarming stats for a goalie who is on the mend right now. First couple of games, he gets he gets the pass. He definitely gets the pass. When he got shelled uh, in that 7 nothing shellacking, we let four goals in the first period about three weeks ago. Fine, I'm over that right now. But those stats are alarming. Will it get better? We certainly hope it'll get better. But, you know, like you said, Tony, level off. Yes, VGK is topped off right now. And that's not to say there's not going to be another gear. And, again, another Bruce Cassidy quote was when I asked him about strengths and weaknesses. It was the strength and the weakness were kind of the same. It was the ability to level up their play, to continue to move the bar right now. Well, right now the bar is back down a little bit right now. I got to get like a graphic or something over there. The bar is like right around this area right now. And can VGK get it back up here? Can they start connecting the dots in a full 60-minute game? I'd wonder if we go back and look at every single VGK game and think back, which of these games were a perfect, not perfect, that, that's a bad word to use, but a good 60-minute effort starting with the second period. Which game did they not cough up the second period lead or like cough up like we are right now um, or not finish the third period right now? Like there is as much identity as Cassidy has brought to the Golden Knights right now. There is not the lethal finishing ability that this team had season one, even season two, to a degree, less obviously the playoff collapse, unfortunately. So we're in troubled waters right now. I did say troubled waters ahead. I didn't say the team was going to be bad. I didn't say the team was not going to make the playoffs. I didn't, you know, this is, this is okay in the grand scheme of things. It's an 82 game season. And basically you're playing to, you know, qualify for the playoffs, 
get as high as you can in your division, hopefully win the division. But mainly you have to iron these things out throughout the season, whether it's line combos, whether it's different practice things to get the special teams going, something I'm sure we're going to talk about in the next couple of segments. But wherever that is, you know, we can still get it worked out. After a nine-game winning streak, the team is four and five. Like, it's not bad right now, but there is a level off right now. And this is where we're going to learn a little more about Cassidy and how he's going to earn all of those uh, – that 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 contract with uh, two commas in it, we're going to learn uh, how he's going to make that money in the next 20 games or so. It was strange that uh, two game, the first two game losing streak here in Las Vegas for Bruce Cassidy and for the Golden Knights. And I just remember Cassidy saying that if you're going to have adversity, if you're going to face adversity, make it happen early in the season. Team was still sort of riding high. But I, again, I just think that he was seeing or noticing something that perhaps we don't see, you know, with his team and the way they were executing and playing. I think, we, I think we did see it, but he was a little bit he was a little bit ahead of us. But yeah, yeah, he was ahead of us is is, is the best way to put it. And then uh, still a better team on the road than at home, which really doesn't make much sense because they're not losing to great teams, you know, here on home ice. And nor are they beating great teams on the road. <laughs> well, again, we know that it's fixed. Okay. <laughs> the schedule maker, we, this is a plan, but in any event, no, they're not playing the greatest teams uh, in either on the, on the road or at home, but we still have to like, understand, try to figure out why, to, why this team is not playing well at home, why they're not winning these games at home. And they have the fan support and everything else. And I don't want to hear about distractions, and many of these players have gone through this before, okay? They've they've played with the VGK for the past four, five, six seasons now, season six, right? No excuses Gary, to Gary lose. One, yes, season six. Yeah, but no <laughs> excuses to, to perform like that at home, none. No, and once in a while, listen, it's going to happen. I mean, I, I would wonder, you know, maybe I'll try to get it during the reads or something like that to go back and see – how many times we've had multiple losing streaks on home ice and more importantly, multiple two game home losing streaks this close together. You know, it's very, it's very strange. And, you know, again, 82 game season, we're not here bashing the VGK. We're not here, you know, saying they're who we thought they were. We're certainly not even anywhere near that right now. And the fact that on November 30th, a few days after Thanksgiving, we're sitting here on a show where we need to talk about this is more of an opinion show today because there's no games today. There was no game yesterday. There's, you know, games tomorrow. So basically you get a, you know, 35 or so minutes of opinion about how we feel things are going right now. And that's just what the, what, what this is. Um, certainly invite everyone out there. If you got an opinion on Twitter about, you know, is VGK leveled off? Are they, are they not as good as, you know, whatever that may be, let us know what y'all are thinking. And we'd certainly love to uh, have that interaction. But just at the moment, there's a level off. I think, you know, summarizing the last 8 to 12 minutes, however long we've been uh, coughing through this segment here, um, the the takeaway is VGK has leveled off so far. And it's not a bad thing. They're fighting their game. They're fighting through some injuries. Uh, Petrangelo also uh, missed you. Hope everything is okay, obviously, with him, with, uh, him and his family, whatever's going on over there. Um, you know, Howden, Nick Wah. I mean, we can talk about Nick Wah a little bit. I mean, this kind of, you can look at when Nick Wah went down, things kind of started to change a little bit. <laughs> He's not the key to this team by any means. Way to steal my thunder. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. 
You got me for a whole entire segment. See, this done. is the first coffee. This is the first. I, I normally I'm, I'm at least one of these deep before. I literally got out of bed like I don't know eight minutes before the podcast started. So Same we're here. We're getting Same through here. it. We're trying to get as much sleep in as we possibly can. But uh, you know, in game coffee. a game to kind of show where they're at will be that Boston game on this road trip. I think yes. that that will be the huge litmus test for this team because. It's going to be a hostile environment, the return of Cassidy, all talk about distractions, but also you know, they're going to play against an elite hockey team from the East. And I just want to see how they fare in that game because right now, they, hey, they luckily pulled out a game in Columbus. And again, more credit to the VGK. They went in there. They played a team that's injured, battered, uh, Goudreau, like they had to pull him out of bed. Nothing um, to lose. They, they didn't have, lose. you know, he was sick. Illness, okay, all those things. You get that big road W uh, to, to start off this road swing. Now I'm just curious to see how they play the rest of this road swing and if they can, you know, just again continue to pull out these close games. Uh, th- they've done a great job in closing out games late and in winning games and, you know, in, in just, I don't know, magical Dramatic fashion. fashion. <laughs> Dramatic fashion? Dramatic okay. fashion. <laughs> I said magical. I don't know what that means, but okay. In any event, we, I think we were driving on Magic Way last night. We were out looking at Christmas decorations. We turned on Magic Way somewhere on the southeast side of the valley down on Boulder Highway in 95. You said Magic. That just totally triggered that. Um, good what Christmas I'm curious lights? about. Were there, were there good Christmas lights? There? Yeah, there's a good there's a good light. But it's actually a really good house um, not too far from us where they have the, you turn the radio station on. They actually have like, looks like a, a mini little Nitron type display thing going on with the songs and all that. My daughter was absolutely a cute moment. We're, we're already off the rails in segment one, but um, there's four different songs in it. And one song was about, it was the little, the sister complaining about the brother. The sister hopes the brother gets rocks for Christmas. And we look back at our daughter. My wife said, hey, how, do you like this song? And my my daughter, this is the best song ever. So yeah, we, we were having fun last night in the Gallic household driving. Is your daughter Wednesday? Have you seen that show on Amazon? I mean, on uh, Netflix? You, you just call my daughter one of the Adams family people. <laughs> um, really fast, at so one point I do want to make here before we jump over. Yeah, we are going to jump VGK, over at some point. Look how VGK supported Jack Eichel in Buffalo. That was a great rally point. I hope there will be a similar cry, if you will, when they go to Boston because that's going to be a tough environment. Cassidy was let go. A lot of people I've talked to and people we've talked to on our show don't have the highest of – They'll, they appreciate Cassidy. You'll get some people clapping, some people booing. It's not going to be as hostile as Jack Eichel, but there is going to be that need to support someone who probably has more haters in the building than supporters. And I hope the team gives the same level of energy for Cassidy that game. I don't think they're going to boo uh, Cassidy. I think he's going to get a very warm welcome. They'll do a nice little video. DeBrusque won't do his t- stick tap, though. No stick tap from DeBrusque. Coming up next, uh, what is VGK missing on this team? We'll take a look. We'll explore that right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league that's out there from football to football. As I said yesterday, we've got basketball, esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you're going to find those as well at BetOnline.net. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. 
Welcome back from Las Vegas. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting. You could find us, of course, on the YouTube channel, Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. Also at Locked On VGK, at Tony Dasco, at Chris Golick on Twitter. Thanks for making our podcast your number one podcast each and every day, your first listen. And you could find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And Chris, I know that you had wanted to talk about uh, this Vegas Golden Knights team and perhaps what are they missing. Um, I think, you know, to me, I think that third line again and a second goaltender, a backup goalie, I think, come to mind just from our observations early on here. Um, what are they going to do with Phil Kessel? I just don't know that they're getting the productivity that they need. Not that they want, but that they really do need um, as this team, as far as that third line scoring and being consistent scoring. So Phil Kessel, I'll get into my perspectives in a second here, but Phil Kessel, I saw a different side of him in that game against Seattle on Friday night where the lines got all jumbled up and March still got benched for a little bit and what, whatever happened there. But Kessel was up on, was he with Stevie and, um, and Eichel for a little bit? Yeah. He was up on one of the top lines, whatever it was. And he was buzzing out there. Like, I think you could tell he wanted to be in that spot. I mean, everyone wants to be in the top six. Kessel isn't any, um, any, um, you know, isn't strange to that or anything like that. Everyone wants to be in the top six, but you saw a different side of him. You saw him skating what seemed to be a little bit harder out there. And again, if you're out there with better skaters, you're of course going to look better. So buried in line three, having to assist people like Cotter and, you know, and I'm curious what Nick Waugh brings to that line. Give it some time with Nick Waugh there before we completely, I don't want to say close the book on Kessel, but before we completely dump on Kessel for his output, call it what it is right now. I think Nick Waugh brings a different level of skill than Howden, than Amadio does. And Paul Cotter is hopefully going to blossom a little bit and we're going to experience more what he brings to the table. My, my initial point for this segment was actually Paul Cotter. And I think what VGK needs and us as fans need is to experience Paul Cotter's swagger. And what I mean when I say that is the dude is just fun. He is a fun guy to watch. I got I caught a little bit in the warmups where whatever it is that he does with uh, the, it's the trainer equipment, who, whoever it is over there, he kind of skates to the bench, does his little weird thing, looking around. He and he's just kind of sitting there staring, and someone grabs the back of his shirt and dumps a bunch of water down it, and the dude just takes off like a dog who just did their business. You know how that goes in the in the backyard, and you know he just runs around and he goes crazy for a second. And you watch him in practices, he's the same way. You watch him in warm-ups doing other things. He just has a vibe about him and something that I think Vegas will love once he gets a little more comfortable and finds a way to ignite his personal game. So VGK's biggest need right now, and you start off with it, of course, is the third line. So many questions on that third line. And someone like Paul Cotter, similar to what Will Carrier is doing right now, you know, Will Carrier has a fun swagger about him. He's a fun interview. He's... He's a bit goofy out there. He's fun to watch. He screams night when the when the, the national anthem is going. Just little things like that that we enjoy as fans. And I really think Paul Cotter needs to come into his own a little bit, which will hopefully help. You know, I think he's what two and two right now. Uh, Paul Cotter is as far as goals and assists, which that's that's a fine start. But four four points in his what 15, 18, whatever games he's played so far. That's not enough. Nick Waugh's output is not enough. Kessel's output is not enough. 
Amadio and Howden when they were on that third line was not enough. So I'm looking for someone to carry that line to a new place right now. And that's why I said one of our biggest needs right now is for us as fans to really just get to know Paul Cotter a little bit more and watch what he could bring to the table once he gets a little more comfortable. Okay, we have to address goaltending. And I know so far, is this fool's gold for the VGK goaltenders? Uh, is this a team that is now just, again, playing over their heads? Uh, I think Logan Thompson, I think he's more or less, we said small sample size heading into the season. Now there's enough of a sample size where we know he's going to be a consistent goaltender. Uh, he's just he's just got that confidence, right? And that level's pretty high. And he does make some big saves after big save. Uh, I'm still concerned about Aiden Hill. I was at the start of the season. You were too. And then it's like, wow, this guy really surprises. But now if Brassois is struggling, you know, there uh, on the minor league level, and now Aiden Hill giving up three goals in, uh, or more in each of his last three starts, what, what happens here? And then last year I asked this question. Do you feel, VGK fans, that the Golden Knights have the goaltending right now to win a Stanley Cup. Do they have the goaltending that's going to go deep into the playoffs? If my only answer right now is yes or no, the answer is no. But if we're going to start from where we were in the start of the season, which was where everything looks good on paper, they got a good top nine, they got a good defensive core, we're concerned about the goalies. If we were, if back on, I don't know, let's throw a date out there. October, no, let's not do that date. September 25th, as the preseason is ramping up. Back then, if our concern level on a scale of one to 10 for the goaltenders, 10 being really, really concerned, we were probably both about an eight at that point, seven or eight. We were concerned that the goaltending was not going to, we were up here. Here we go. Am I on my board? We were up here. Our level is up here. Now our level has dropped a little bit. It's not down here like maybe we would think it was, but our concern has dropped just a little bit right now. LT has done remarkable work right now. Is LT getting too much work in this basically two to three games on and one game off or, you know, the Saturday schedule right now? Note VGK has a Saturday game against Detroit, the following Saturday against the Islanders. So if we're going to maybe try and figure out which games Aiden Hill might be starting right now, I think Aiden Hill goes on Saturday against Detroit. And then... Is is a LT going to really get a six game you know swing after that? Because they're every other game basically Boston, then you got a three game homestand back on the road, Winnipeg, Chicago, and then Saturday the seventeenth against the Islanders. Is that when we get Aiden Hill back, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. But long story longer, there is concerns about the goalies right now. You mentioned um, Aiden Hill's numbers in his last three or four or five, whatever the amount it is. Uh, Dan Duva was actually pointing that out in the previous uh, post game where just simply Aiden Hill's stats are not good enough right now. And it's a fair observation. He did he, a poor start in the training camp, a very good first three weeks of the season, I think, a very good three weeks of the season. So we've seen what he can do. The qu bigger, bigger question is, what does Logan Thompson need right now? Does Logan Thompson need to be need to get 65 starts? Is that the goalie he is? And can he stomach that load? I don't know. I, I have my concerns about that. On the flip side, does Aiden Hill need – 34 starts does he need to be out there basically more than one third of the season in order to stay in rhythm a backup goaltender is a very tough job because you lack rhythm you don't know when you're going to play your day-to-day -day, you know routine is different these players are all about routine i 
I watched every day in the pregame uh, warmups how they're they do the same things at the same time. Braden McNabb hitting the glass, Paul Cotter doing his thing every time during the second uh, drill. For whatever reason, Amadio just beats the crap out of Ben Hutton. Like it's just you know it, it's just what these guys do right now. But a backup goaltender, you don't have that same routine. So you know, again, Cassidy. This is uh, this is your job. Our, it's me and Tony's job to sit here and ask the questions. But uh, at the end of the day, it's Cassidy's job to uh, to figure this out right now and get the most out of both of his goaltenders. Yeah, and I'm just curious. If, I, I just always wanted them to have just a proven playoff goalie too, even if that goaltender uh, is in the twilight of their career. I don't know like who it might be, but you know, just someone that could help out and support. You know, Logan Thompson right now. Logan Thompson's number one. Uh, Cassidy said it. We know it now. He's proven himself, I think, uh, through the first uh, 20 plus games of this season. And I just think that they really do need someone uh, as it gets deeper into the season that they know they can rely on with that experience. You need that experience factor. They have experience across the board, right? With Eichel and Petrangelo and then Misfit Line and they've got, and Kessel. And they've got a ton of experience in other areas, but goaltending again, they don't have that sort of experience. They don't have that, have that luxury. An important need that VGK has right now, and we already have it on the team, is Alec Martinez. Um, I've seen people. I don't know if I've seen it hit our timeline, but I've seen on various social platforms people like suggesting Alec Martinez is traded right now. Like, folks, just I'll stop tell you, it. I, no, okay. So he's blocking shots, and I'm glad that you're addressing this. He is okay. blocking shots. Yeah, but he's getting beat like a drum, like to the net, and and he's not playing well defensively. It's either feast or famine. Either he blocks a shot, which he, you know, no doubt. I mean, the guy just sacrifices everything, life and limb, uh, and has over a hundred block shots. And uh, the next closest, I think, might be forty or fifty block shots behind him. Uh, so he's doing an incredible job there. But has he lost a step defensively? I I've been watching, observing. And he's getting beat to the net an awful lot, Chris. And I'm just concerned about that. Um, and also, he doesn't have that, you know, from the right circle, that just blast of a slap shot. I haven't seen that yet. Have not seen him even, has he even taken that shot? That's fair. He has scored on the power play in previous seasons with that shot. Not a lot of power play time this season. It's a cannon, is, man. I, I love that shot. From What do you think his plus minus is right now? Any number? Oh, here we go. Mind? Uh, plus four and a half plus four and a half. Nice. Got the hook in there. He's a plus seven right now. So, you know, a plus seven, that's an important number. I know plus minus is weird, but for the defenseman, I think it carries a little more water than it does for the forwards. He's a plus seven right now. So I, I get the concerns about at times he is getting beat to the net, no doubt. And he's not the only one that that's happening to right now. But I guess my main point is, especially in a time when the goalies are struggling a little bit and the goalies are going to continue to struggle through and throughout the season. LT is a young rookie. He's doing a great, great job. I'm not, I, I have full and complete confidence, Chris Condos. That's our little thing we always say to each other, but full and complete confidence in Logan Thompson in the job he's going to do. I don't right now have that same confidence level for Aiden Hill or Brassois or, you know, maybe Isaiah Seville gets the call or Jordan Papierney, whoever it's going to be. You know, after Logan Thompson, there is certainly concerns right now. But I just simply think Alec Martinez, someone is a need for this team and all those shots blocked and things like that. And sure, is he going to get beat to the net? Yes. He's in his 
Jeez, he's been in the season he's since 2012. Yeah, yeah, he's lost. He's lost a step. He's definitely There's lost no a step. Denying. No doubt. There's no denying. No doubt. And I thought that he would be gun shy after that massive injury. <laughs> and kudos to him for coming back. And yeah, then yes. just again standing in front of shots after like just an absolute horrible injury uh, to rebound from that. Again, major props to him. However, I do just see just a little bit of slippage and, and a drop off in his game. And he, I think he's, the fans are he's, starting. He's, he's on the other side of level off. Call it what it is, right? I mean, you know, you have. I, I'm about to. I'm about charts today. We're, we're a low budget <laughs> show. I don't have graphics I can put in, but uh, actually, I do have something fun. I'm going to bring. You forgot out we're on there. audio too, bro. Oh, we're on audio too. Audio. Okay, so <laughs> friends, picture the mountain. Alec Martinez four years ago on top of the mountain. Now he's a little bit below the mountain. There you go. There you go. So that's 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 where he is right now. And again, the, his value to the team is. There, you can't put a number on it. I mean, they put a number on it, so what, five, six million, whatever the number is. But point being is that now a concern I will I will bring up with Alec Martinez as well is I think he's playing a little too much goalie this season. There's times where I see him like almost dropping down into the butterfly, you know, basically right in front of the goalie. And that is, you know, that's maybe a little Good bit point. of a concern. He needs to get out there and challenge those shooters a little bit better, obviously. But my long story longer as I ramble here. Alec Martinez is a need for this team, and we need him on this team versus off this team. Even though it's $5 million, I get it. But who Ben Hutton's not the guy to take his spot long-term. Daniil Marimanoff, who struggling in Henderson. Uh, Keaton Korzak, I don't think, is ready yet. So how do you replace him? You're not going to trade for our defenseman. That's not going to work. Coming up next, over the next 20 games, who will be the next Will Carrier? We'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. What a time. Welcome back, and thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Before we dive into this next segment, did you watch the game, any of the game between the Kings and the Kraken last night, the 9-8 to eight overtime final? That was insane. Martin Jones gets a win and gives up eight goals in the process. I said process. So the way he's going to beat VGK ever. Is that insane? Did you watch any of that game? No, I didn't watch it. I, I caught the highlights. I was, I was, I actually finally got back on the ice last night, and I was uh, between games. I was going through, and some of my Twitter feed was just like all these goals. I'm like, what is going on? So I went on the NHL <laughs> app, and I'm like, it was fun. It was fun to watch. I watched uh, in, into the second period. Did it go over? Did did it? Did the over hit? <laughs> in the first period, it hit. Did the grand salami hit? More importantly, <laughs> could you imagine that's your last grand salami game? It's like, oh, okay, I only have to have like six goals in this game. It'll still go under. <laughs> they score 17. Oh, if you're on the under, if you're on the under instead of the over. Yeah, yeah. No, better under. yet, if you're on the under, okay, <laughs> as long as they don't score 18 goals, 17 goals this game, I'm good. You wake up, you're like. 17 goals. God, that's, that's insane. Awesome. I wanted the shootout. I, I did. I want it like a 14, 15, 16 round shootout where there's like 12 goals, where there's like 12 goals. Oh, yeah. Just back and forth. I think it would have been that would have been outstanding. Uh, So the topic that we wanted to get into uh, was over the next 20 games, who will be the next Will Carrier? And so logic. What a time to be a fan. What a time. (laughs) Logic might tell us, of course, uh, it is probably the poster child of the next breakout player, uh, Paul Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. It could be him. 
but I, I, you took my, you stole my thunder earlier, and you started to talk about Nick Waugh. I think Nick Waugh is one of those players that could break out. He's been again, he's had several good, you know, close range chances here lately. Um, he had uh, what twenty one goals last year? Was that it? And then uh, he's, I think, at five. He's got twelve points, and he was injured, and now he's on the mend. And he's back in the lineup, and I think that that's a guy that they could rely on uh, perhaps down the stretch. I'd have to yeah. say that's that's the guy that I'm going to go with, and you try to steal my. That's right. I got you. I got you. And my, my cloud over here. Yeah, just look at Nick Waugh's stats. Like you said, five and seven, 21 games, 21 games played. So he's right on pace for 20 and 28, which is right where we wanted him to be with that contract. So if he can get, I mean, 50 points as a third slash fourth line player helping on the on the special teams, that's absolutely huge. Um, about my surprise, it's a, it's a strange one, but Phil Kessel, you know, Phil Kessel is on the wrong side of the surprise right now. I was hoping he was going to be a 60 ish point player for the Vegas golden Knights. And, you know, most of that being assistant things like that, and it's not happening. And everyone in Vegas right now, we're concerned about Kessel. We're concerned about his role. Cassidy, even one day, I think this was mentioned on one of the pregame interviews that he does before every game with uh, Dan Duva on the radio. And they talked about Kessel and it was not just about Kessel, you know, Kessel doing better, but it was about getting Kessel on lines that where, where he can do more damage and getting the right players around him. And uh, at least right now, Mike Amadio, Nick Wah, Paul Cotter, um, I don't know if I said Howden and, you know, all these players are not the right players for Phil Kessel. So now VGK has to make a decision. Do they continue just to leave him on line three and hope some point it ticks with, you know, Cotter and Nick Wah? Or is this where you blow the lines up? You bust up the, the beloved misfits? I don't know. But, you know, back to my point here, Phil Kessel in the next 20 games, if we can find a way to see 10 to 12 points, you know, or, or, or excuse me, we, we need, if it's going to be 10 games, eight points, if it's going to be 20 games, you know, 13, 14 points, something like that. Phil Kessel needs to be noticeable. I think that's the easiest way to put this. Phil Kessel needs to be noticeable. When he is buried on line three, he is not noticeable. And that needs to change. And just for a period or so, a couple nights ago over the weekend against Seattle Kraken, you did see an energized version of him. Maybe he just prefers to be on lines one or two. He's got to earn that opportunity, I guess. Okay, so... Do you want to make let's let's give like a numerical prediction here over the next 20 games. You're going to go with Kessel and I'm going to go with uh, on the broadcast the other night. Someone did call him Roy. OK, so uh, we we will go with uh, I'm going so to go it wasn't with the Nick. Kings Matt Roy you were watching. You said you're watching the game the other night. <laughs> it's going to be uh, 20 games. I'm going to say 12 points for Nick. Wah. Is that good enough? I'm going to say, yeah, because that's a 48, that, that's a 48 uh, approximate point clip for the season, 50 points. Okay. So absolutely. We're going to monitor this. Okay. And, and then, do some math right there. All right. And then you're going to ha- go with Kessel. I like these predictions, man. These are fun. I always lose, but it's fun. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we can say Jack Eichel needs to be what he needs to do or, you know, Riley Smith or, I mean, the top six is getting it done right now. I mean, the top six is getting it done. The bottom three are getting it done. Although now we've moved Nick Wah off of that line. So now we have to see if they can continue to contribute. And of course, you know, Will Carey does get a goal, obviously a couple nights ago without Nick Wass. So that's uh, certainly something worth keeping an eye on as well. And, you know, line four simply needs to 
grind away. And again, Will Carrier, what a time. I mean, I'll say this again. What a time. All this love for Will Carrier right now. And I'm not knocking him or anything like that, but that's why this segment is who's the next Will Carrier because Carrier has been an absolute blessing for this team. And again, we, we did a show sometime in the offseason. How are we going to replace not just Patch Reddy, but Dodonoff? That's 50 goals on paper, at least on an average season for those two fellas. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> We're good. We okay. got it. We got no. We no, got no. It. I Go just ahead. want to know. I, I just want to know one. Okay, so Evgeny Dodonov, his stats through eighteen oh, games. I wanted to get to this at some point. One goal, one assist. He got a goal. Points. Yes, yes. Minus nine. Minus nine. It's 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 tough okay, right now. You didn't and... give us. You didn't give us your Castle uh, number prediction, points prediction for the um, next one. First, before a point, I just want him to be noticeable. And if we're going to use a twenty-game <laughs> sample size, give me nine and a half points, just to see. You want to just look at the. You got to watch the game. I just want to start looking at the, the hook at the there? recaps and seeing his name on the sheets. All right, we're going to have to monitor this. We're monitoring everything we've He's got. Write it down. Write it down. Lock up the down. night. Log I do. Log it. <laughs> Nine and a hook. Uh, So remaining games, I I absolutely love these games at four o'clock in the afternoon. It's nice. Can't beat it on the East Coast. I do like those. It's nice. Uh, So everything's done, you know, earlier. And, okay, Golden Knights are at Pittsburgh. They're probably already in Pittsburgh. I hope they don't catch the Pittsburgh flu. Uh, What do you even do in Pittsburgh? (laughs) What's that? What do you even do in Pittsburgh? What's there to do? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, Red Wings and Bruins, those are the next three. Red Wings are always a tough out for That's for a tough, tough play. Yeah, right there. And uh, lest we say perhaps another trap game, who knows? Okay, we're running out of time. We thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you making us your first lesson each and every day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Go to our YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, and you could find us there. And please subscribe leave comments. We really do enjoy the interaction with all of you out there. And for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. So long for now from Las Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow once again right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.